off come the training wheels. And here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to maybe, I've said too much, the lizard dragon combo dinner meal of internet podcast. My name is Mike, and I will be your host tonight on this, uh, I don't know, what are we doing? Oh yeah, radio show. And tonight I'm joined by a couple of incredibly sexy men and one incredibly sexy man. I have Izzy Swan of all things IzzySwan.com, Joel Crawford of the Missing Digit Workshop, and a very, very special furry guest. Oh my God! Tell him already. Come on, <laughs> Mr. Bill Lewis. Hey, can I can I say something real quick? Between the four of us, there is well over a thousand pounds of sexiness. And I've touched all of it. I like to, yes, I like to think that I'm at least a half of that. I've There's touched a... all of them. I've there... touched it, a half a ton of sexiness I've, I've held in my hands. Now, now, Luke. Wait a minute. The... Let's, let's get this clear. Who's held who? I've held you all. I mean, you know, so I don't. Right. I've, I've held you all. I've kid... The only person actually I haven't kissed is Joel. Oh. Now I think about it, because Lutz kissed me. I know I kissed yeah. Izzy. Oh, yes. Joel well, is the only one a little bit creeped out hey, by the whole. Hey, no, 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 that's but not true at all. You got me I a mortgage. Joel. I got something. I, actually, I, I, got, I got something I got, a little got better for you. Joel. Oh yeah, that's true. He was drunk at this time, but uh, he liked it. <laughs> yeah, but I did get to. I got to. Uh, I was able to to give Lutz a ride home. Found well, I needed to, after I kissed Joel. I needed a ride home. Yeah, that's, that's the same. <laughs> right. That's the same thing as being drunk, mostly. Uh, I have <laughs> so. I just I want to be make this very abundantly clear. I am the only one that has held lutes in the wedding, the wedding across the um, threshold threshold position. Yes, I have I have photographic evidence, so it's it's happened. Well, I've got photographic evidence of you being the little spoon. So who's your, who's your daddy? Who's your daddy now? Me and me and Izzy were doing more of the standing spoon. I think is yeah. what we we pulled off. Yeah, I had Welcome. him laying down on my floor like a baby. Well, welcome to maybe I've said too much the homoerotic podcast <laughs> of the internet. Actually, I told somebody that we were having uh, we had Lutz on as a guest tonight, and they were like, "Oh, your crush." I was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was um, so. Apparently, I don't hide that very well. But why would you look at this man? I'll tell you what. You guys better slow down. Tony is going to get a little. Uh, pissed when he Listen, me and Tony are still hot and heavy. <laughs> I don't. I thought we were on the outs for a little while. Although he was the only one at my fan club. <laughs> no. so, <laughs> that was that was too good. That was. Hilarious. I still want to say thank you to Tony for sacrificing me in that joke. It will. It, it, even though it, even though it hurt me right to my very core. And yeah, I've been but, in therapy again because of it. It was one of the funniest things I've seen, and I don't know how long. Yeah, so. and I, Mike, it couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. I mean, well, I mean, was, he actually said vicious. that he did that. It was vicious. Just because he knew I was the only one that could probably take it. Yeah. But you still cried, didn't you? Yeah. I cried until I threw up. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so so for those of you who are listening who, who don't know, uh, Tony uh-huh. uh, Rulo posted a picture of himself sitting in a room of chairs by himself and the tagline was 
Mike Laffey fan club. <laughs> so. Me at the Mike Laffey fan club, which ironically, if I remember correctly, that picture was actually taken at the live meetup of the Reclaimed Audio podcast, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> I think that yes, was. Yes, that's the, what that was. That's it was what our that event. Was. It was yeah. our event. We allowed Making It Cast uh, a podcast to join in. Uh, a few other <laughs> podcasts were allowed to show up as well. But yeah, we decided to have uh, Jimmy, Bob, and Dave pay for the entire event and host it at Converse for our uh, Reclaimed Audio podcast. That's very kind of those, you know, to, to you uh, letting those little folks join yeah, yeah. the big table. That's good of you. Yeah, you don't, you don't typically run into that type of generosity. So what are we uh, talking about tonight? Um, I think we're going to talk about loots. Um, <laughs> Luce has got the, he's got the greatest temp job I've ever heard of. He's got, so for those of you who don't know, and you all know, so stop acting like you don't, that, uh, he is on the reclaimed audio podcast and he maintains a temporary status. He's basically there on a week to week contract, yes. if I remember correctly. So I actually, I just secured, uh, right before we started recording this, I just secured next week's spot. Uh, Phil didn't have a address for Tim. And I was able to give him the address that he wanted. So it's it's kind of like that. It's like they don't allow me to actually converse with their texting, but I'm in the group. So if I can contribute enough, I will get a spot the following week. <laughs> and how many how many weeks running are you at right now? Uh, 110, I believe, something like that. <laughs> yeah, well, I think we're in the 20s. <laughs> <laughs> so. But yeah, we. Uh, um, I, I mean, as far as the, I, I, you know, your your status, I it, I don't know if you have or not, but I thought you were going to pitch me as a potential guest on the show. So that's definitely not going to bode well for your long term career if that turns well, out to be the okay, case. Okay, so I, I like to be truthful. I'm an honest guy. Uh oh, this yeah, is going to hurt. Let me get Tony no, on the phone so he can hear how to oh, do it. Oh no, no, it, I was just going to say, it, have your fan club write in <laughs> and lobby for you. It didn't. It's not going to hurt you at all, brother. Okay. Live while we're recording, I actually pitched you. I'm like, "Hey, we should invite Mike Laffey on the podcast." And Phil and Tim are like, "Yeah, okay, <laughs> that sounds great." <laughs> <laughs> and I swear to goodness, as soon as that got done, uh, five minutes later, you happened to text me and say, "Hey, Lutz, you want to come on the podcast?" I'm like, "This was meant to be. It was meant to be." Yeah, you said you said that in the message. You were like, "I literally just got done saying we should have you on," and I was like, "Oh, yeah." So did it go over it, well? Filled, and you were like, "Yeah, it was fine." <laughs> I haven't actually listened to our own podcast, and I don't know if you edited that out, but I'm saying it live now that I I did invite you in public on on record to be a guest. Well, you know, we're we're always uh, happy to whore Mike out. We've done it for other people. <laughs> <laughs> and, Absolutely. And by God, we'll do it again. Yeah, that's. I mean, I'm. I, I mean, I'll take your word for it. I mean, because I don't listen to that shitty podcast anyway. So I won't know if they edited it. Out. <laughs> <laughs> and the yeah. invitation goes south. I just get. I just have Phil send me your audio because the other two people that talk on that thing just seem to be, you know, taking up space. So. Oh, oh no. shots fired! <laughs> pow pow yeah. pew pew pew. <laughs> but. Yeah, so the uh, the whole uh, my thought was we'd actually talked about talking about this at some point, but um, the whole idea behind actually doing a podcast, I guess, kind of what's involved in making one, and why everyone who has more than one friend should absolutely do it was absolutely. kind of my uh, was kind of my thought. So, I, I everybody heard the story about me. I was the twenty fifth person 
picked in a long list of people who some can't hear or speak. Hey, hey, or hey, see, Joel, I know, I know you should not have done that because he's going to be butthurt for like the next six I years know. about that. I, and it really wasn't twenty three. I'm not going to tell you the right number, but it wasn't twenty three. I already I mean, did. Listen, I wonder it, if he remembers. Listen, it's 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 fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It doesn't bother me at all. I have a fan club. <laughs> you, you do have a fan club. I have a fan club and no feelings. Is so I'll just, tell you what, the, the room that they meet in is fantastic. It really, and by they, I mean he. I mean, I paid for the venue. So right. it's, <laughs> it's big and it cost me a lot of money because I was hopeful. But wait, I, wait, hold on a second. We gotta, we, before we get into this whole podcasting thing, which is a fantastic topic because, you know, we're podcasting. And uh, we should probably ask Lutz, what's he's, what has he been up to with projects? Yes, we today? should. Ooh. Oh, because wow. his projects of late have been very stringy, and that Ooh. is always intriguing to me yeah. as a musician. Oh, sweet oh. the soothing sounds of cigar boxes. <laughs> yeah, so I just finished up a uh, 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 three-string, thirty-inch scale bass for Mister Mister uh, Environmental himself, Tim Sway. Bound chicka wound. Bound. Are the strings wound. made of hemp? Hand wound. wound? I actually, you, you, you guys are asking about my hair. That's why I've been growing my hair out. <laughs> yeah, for the for the base that I just made for Tim because I wanted to upcycle, make sure it was entirely upcycled. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, it was fun. We, we, I I've been into this whole. I had no idea that I could make music. Uh, Fifty years old and. I am actually making things that make music, and it's it's almost not horrible. So that's an amazing thing to me. I don't know. You were playing a little bit before we fired up, and uh, I was pretty impressed. <laughs> it's so, fun. It's a lot of fun. So uh, t- you made one for Tim. Is now? Oh, by the way, for those of you who don't know, the uh, the the Tim Sway Square 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 is available for order. Um, metric and uh, other sizes available at uh, timsway.net. Is this website? Is that right? Do I have that? I believe so. Hold on. I got it right here. Oh, even, though uh, he, even though he doesn't want me on his podcast, I'm happy Tim, to promote his... Timsway.net. I am a very I'm proud... I'm happy to promote his, his tool line that is terribly named. I am very... I am a proud <laughs> owner of one of Tim's... Um, and surprisingly surprisingly enough it is a handy little tool around i've actually used it a number of times to have have laying around so it's i'm like yeah this is cool good job tim see i i I feel like such an ass now because mine's hanging up on the wall next to my jimmy dress the push stick i have not used it you should feel like an ass. Just well, saying. I mean that's Jimmy that's who? actually very sweet. It's commemorative. I mean, it's you know. Yeah, I mean, I have like I have my other stuff on the wall that are that are special. <laughs> <laughs> the other things is that is that the that sounds like the same answer you got when you pitched me on the on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. It's sure. good. It's good. Come on, he's it's like good. he's on his second podcast. The guy's got experience. Let him on. <laughs> Listen, I'm only here for the dick jokes. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I had nothing. <laughs> so, but um, so yeah, Lutz, you've got uh, you've been publishing uh, YouTube videos pretty regularly now, mostly with. Uh, I mean, you're 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 basically in every form of guitar making that I've ever seen at this point. So, 
it's, that- it's, it's, it's for right now. Uh, that's, that's where my head's at. It's, it's a lot of fun. I got my next video is probably going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to tear apart my workbench because I found it in a dumpster and it was too big and I cut it in half and it's been that way ever since. And, um, uh, the inventor of the restorer, <clears throat> the Porter cable restorer sent me a restorer tool and I'm going to use that in the process as a sponsored video to demolish my workbench and uh, put it back together in a way that I like it more. I am tickled that you have one of those. Yeah. Because I will tell you there is a there are a number of companies that make a device very much like this. This is a rotary drum handheld uh, sander-ish thing. Scraper sander monster right. thing. Yeah. But it's basically a rotary drum, kind of like a uh, kind of like a belt sander, but instead of a belt, you have a drum. But that drum can be like 3M abrasive attachments. It can be sandpaper. It can be whatever. So the guy who did this basically made a non-commercial version of this. And I have been looking at these because I very much like to redo the tabletops of my like cast iron right uh saws and things like that but the commercial versions of these the really high-end ones are like seven hundred dollars like it's just not a tool you go oh i'd like to polish a knob today i think no. i'll spend seven hundred dollars <laughs> i mean you don't have to spend that kind of money to polish a knob yeah but i'm just say, saying cause that but I'm, I'm i'm saying there's there's just it's it's a very i'm i'm looking forward to its rave reviews and i will be Disappointed if it doesn't, but understandable. Not for uh, nothing. It, if you're paying to polish knobs, you're doing it wrong. They always give me money. So well, you <laughs> save you save those nickels, Mike, and one day you can buy yourself a bike. Yes, more pain. Thank you. I, I share too much. So, uh, Joel, you're absolutely right. Uh, uh, it's much more an affordable knob polisher than some of the other ones out there. Fantastic. Uh, it, That's what it, I'm looking for in life. Yeah, and if you yeah. actually if, if you look over my shoulder as I'm looking at myself on the screen, you can see it on my bench. I mm-hmm. see various round things in the upright position. Yes, uh, most of those are just the attachments for the restorer. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, I saw that on your um, Instagram. Your your, uh, your pod mate is that what you call him? Didn't he just do a uh, some type of video? He did. He got one as well. And um, Tim, on the other hand, had a previous deal going with uh, Eastwood, I believe. And he got one of the more expensive knob I've polishers. looked at the Eastwood one. Yeah. And um, and he, he did some work with them already on that. So it's going to be interesting to, to kind of have a comparison. And we talked with uh, Robert is the guy who invented the Restorer. And that young man, we, we told him it, uh, we would we'd do a little comparo, you know, because... I am not a full-time maker. It's something I do for the for the love of it. So uh, that's the kind of tools I usually get. I don't want to spend thousands of dollars on something. I'd rather, you know, buy an open box or a Craftsman or, in this case, this Porter Cable looks and it's solid. I'm telling you, I pulled this thing out of the box, and um, I'm, I'm almost done plugging it. But I pulled this thing out of the box, and it's a beefy tool. Everything feels like it's going to do some damage. So I'm excited. Awesome. By the way, we got to talk to this guy about our check. Because uh, <laughs> because I think I should have one coming at this point. So uh, so you're redoing the bench is the next thing that we get to see. 
Yeah, yeah. I um, I have an idea for how I want it to go back together to be more um, storage friendly. Because as you can see behind me, <clears throat> there's only four inches on either side of my ears of garage space. <clears throat> so I, I like to maximize uh, space and efficiency. And uh, if I redo this bench, I will be able to clamp things to it easier as well as drill holes through it because I like to destroy my workbenches. I don't, the thought of having a beautiful Rubo style benches, I, I would eat off of it in the house, but I wouldn't actually work on it. Yeah. I've never understood the, I mean, I, I get why people do it. Yeah. You know, the sa same reason people buy expensive tools and stuff, but I'm just, uh, I'm not that guy. So all but, my workbenches um, are either old doors, like solid coral doors right, or, um, two or three sheets of plywood mm. uh, as the tabletops. And it's just... I, I can admit something incredibly embarrassing, if you like. What's that? Um, I actually bought one of the Harbor Freight workbenches. Oh, they're cute! They had it on sale they're for so like cute. 80 they're... bucks one day, and I was like... Yeah! I It would cost me that much in 2 by 4s to build one. So, I was like, yeah, I'll take that. So... It's super cute. I like that little bench. I go sit on it sometimes just when I'm in Harbor Freight and I take selfies. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> with your pants off. <laughs> <laughs> He's been kicked out of more Harbor Freights. Hey, Rhonda, the, the weird guy with the hair's back. <laughs> Get him off the goddamn bench already, would you? <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, that's actually – the thing's a real piece of garbage, but uh, it has a top and um, – <clears throat> It, does, it really has does square that. holes too. I love square holes. It no, mine are round. Really, you got the cheap one then. Yeah, it was eighty dollars. I mean, it was yeah, but the, the yeah, the drawers are terrible. Um, the dog things that it comes with are terrible. And then, uh, but if you rebuild it entirely, you know, essentially, so you spend eighty dollars on it, and then you spend another eighty bucks making it the way you want it, and then it's perfect. <laughs> so that's well, just a little tip from Uncle Mike for all of you. <laughs> Would be makers out there. So, well, but I, um, I, I literally found my bench in a dumpster and uh, dragged it out back when I used to have a truck and threw it in the back of the truck, brought it home, and I kept it for a while. It was like eight, nine, ten feet long, and I couldn't stand it anymore. I had no room in the garage, so I took the sawzall and I just cut it because it was, had three sets of legs. So I just cut everything to the left of the second set of legs off of it. And uh, it's the size I want now, but it's it's just needs. I I have an idea, and I need content, so I need something to make <laughs> besides a guitar. I can I, I'll share a story that is uh, you know when when someone says uh, you're having your crush on, they're not entirely wrong. Um, I remember a time when you were off YouTube for a little while dealing with some some personal stuff. And then you came back on, and all of a sudden I saw Lutz pop back up in my sub box. <laughs> and then, because you had been gone for a while, and you know you were you were dealing with some stuff, and then you I, I, there was this video, and you pop back up, and I was just like, and to see you sitting there, I actually choked up just a little bit when it first hit. And I was like, oh, Lutz is back on YouTube. Like it was, I actually think I sent you a message like, you glorious son of a bitch, you. That <laughs> was good seeing you on there. So yeah, that's uh, keep keep the content coming. Your videos are always hilarious. So yeah, it's it's. Uh, I figured if I can't be a good videographer or actually know what I'm doing, I can at least grow my hair. Welcome to the club. Yeah. Yeah, easy. 
I think we've I think right we've deserve, determined a number of things. One that Lutz is an all around good guy, and that Mike's a crier. Well, I, who, I mean, whoever denied that? <laughs> I I have no. I, listen, I was raised by women. I live with four of them. It's just you know it, it, the emotions they just hit you sometimes. <laughs> is all I'm saying. So. But uh, yeah, so podcasting, I think we were talking about, or something like it. Yeah, something so, like it. So, uh, Lutz, how did your whole podcast thing come to come to be? Uh, you, I think uh, that was, you guys actually started up right about the time I started with the guys on the other one that we used to have that we don't talk about anymore. And um, exactly, what uh, what was the impetus for that? And how many how many people did they pass on before they picked you when they when they did it or? Well, is actually, just, is that just our guys here that do that? No, what happened was, is um, Bob Claggett got a hold of me and he was like, dude, I want to start a podcast. I'm, I'm going to try and get David Picciuto. I don't know who else to get. I want you to do this thing. And I said, Bob, I'm sorry, but between you and Dave, it's not going to happen. I mean, I love you both separately, but together it's just, it's not, it's not my thing. <laughs> so... <laughs> I, I recommended uh, a little-known guy at the time, uh, Jimmy Dresta. So a- after weeks of Bob begging me, and I just, I just had a young up-and-comer. Uh, well, Bob is Bob is a super sexy, young, handsome man. I mean, I, I, I've gotten to hold Bob and and hug him, and as well as kiss him. Um, so it, it was tough <laughs> to say no, but I did. And I said no, and and enough that he he started this podcast with Jimmy, and I thought you know, and and honestly, I thought this this podcast really this it's not going to go anywhere. It's just it's not a thing. It's not going to stick. Um, little did I know, apparently uh, that uh, Spag no Mark, Max Max Spag Spag Whisper Spagweller Max Spag what Mark Spagnolo. He apparently has been podcasting for 30 years. I didn't even know. So, But anyway, uh, I digress. So basically, uh, um, that's all crap. And what happened was Phil Pinsky wanted to do a Reclaimed podcast, and Tim is the king of Reclaimed. And they passed on about 37 people. Izzy at the time said no, I think, I don't know how many times. But it was the bottom of the list. I, I act, they show me the list on a weekly basis. Like it's like I got my job for a week. <laughs> they show me the list, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, that's how it happened. Those two uh, gave me a call, and, and we started talking to each other. And I will say that Reclaimed Audio is the one podcast I keep coming back to over and over again. So you guys are doing amazing. Yeah, I can't. I can't listen to it knowing that they won't have me on. <laughs> well mike you can hardly blame him for that I, I, easy <laughs> I, mean, Jesus, I don't know when but all of a sudden i became this group's whipping boy <laughs> it's gotten no, to be it's, a bit much. It, well, welcome you know, to my we're world trying to give, we're, trying, we're trying to give bill a break so <laughs> yeah that's uh yeah see look there there they are for those of you who can see they're just uh well you can't see that but maybe you can i'm not really sure you kind of uh, are like the me of of that this because I show them stuff all the time, and they're like, "Bill, the the audience can't see what you're showing us." I'm like, <laughs> so I was showing well, you. I made not it them. clear that we don't do this for the audience. I'm I'm just doing this because I enjoy it because yeah. I get to talk to all you goofballs on a pretty regular basis. Yeah. So, so why? Let me ask you guys why Why did you start the podcast? Because I mean, when I found out it was happening, you three in particular, it was pretty exciting. What 
what was the uh, what'd you call it the impotency of that? The impotency, Joel. yeah. Well, actually, um, the well, and I apologize that we we basically shit all over all of your <laughs> excitement at that point. <laughs> we turn out whatever the hell this is <laughs> instead of what you were hoping for. But I mean, it was real simple. They talked about doing this, and you know, they asked twenty three people before me, and then they they called up and said, "Hey." Would you like a job where you do all the work and make no money? And I went, yeah, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> so um, if we could if we could start doing that, um, you know, that'd be great. If, particularly if we could do it without any real set schedule or you know, organization of any kind, that would be even better. And that so I I think you particularly love the fact that when we do it on a Wednesday night. And the podcast needs to be out Wednesday night or, or Monday night or whatever <laughs> night it has to be out. I think I think you enjoy the challenge, and that's something you shouldn't shy away from. We'll we'll do more of that. Yeah, that's for the record. the The last the for those of you that listened to the last podcast, there was a lot of audio problems in that one, and I we recorded it Monday night, and it had to go out Monday night, so it'd be available on our normal schedule for Tuesday morning, and. Uh, it, we finished recording about what ten thirty, yeah, ish. It's somewhere around twelve thirty one o'clock. I was like, eh, good enough. <laughs> 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 There's only eleven people listening to this goddamn thing anyway. I'm just putting it on air. <laughs> so, so Lutz, to answer your question, I hit up Izzy and said, "Hey, you know all these cool podcasts that are out there." Well, they're uh, they're good and they're they're great and we're we're all excited about them. But there's no particular podcast for you know kind of makers that want to make a business out of this. And uh, and so I said to Izzy, I said, "Hey, how about we talk about this?" And he's like, "Well, that sounds horrible." <laughs> <laughs> he says, "Why don't we Why don't we be entertaining, cool, and tell dick jokes?" And I said, "Oh, we need to get Mike Laffey on here." <laughs> and so so that's what we did we need a lot of we need a lot of funny words said without a whole lot of context and they're like i know the guy well we actually <laughs> the guy. we we actually started out the first couple of our podcasts we did talk about maker related business stuff i remember and, and it's kind of turned into more or less now we don't really need to do that anymore because made for profits really filled that gap and they're doing an amazing job mm -hmm. it was yeah. If you're looking for business-oriented tips and, and things to, you know, really uh, kind of help, you know, some motivation to get you, you know, to kick you in the butt, go listen to for profit. Um, this has turned more into, I think, organically what it's turned into is something pretty special where we talk about life. We still talk about the business and making from time to time in small little doses. And we just, you know, it's more or less three good friends jumping on board, um, you know, this, this wild internet thing and talking... Um, about stuff. Well, yeah. I, I, I can tell you that it's, uh, you guys have that thing. You certainly have that thing, that, that connection, that um, chemistry. And uh, it's enjoyable every time. And you, you seem to have found uh, what it took us many, many episodes to find out. It's like, it's a little bit more organic, the better. You know? we, uh, we tried to make, every, I think every other title at the beginning was Reclaim This and Reclaim That and Reclaim That. And uh, well, flattery will get you a temporary one-week position on our show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My work here is done. I got to go. Yeah, that's home. it. All right, guys. Let's wrap this thing up. How long are these shows anyway? Right. <laughs> yeah, that's um, the, the – I mean, for us, 
podcast for me is is basically, and this is you know what what why I think you should do one if you don't. Um, again, we kind of touched on this a little bit uh, in one of our other shows, and I don't remember when that was because I li- I edit them all in the middle of the night and put them back out, but. Um, just being able to talk to people like this and then be able to share ideas and sort of thoughts, I don't think there can be enough people doing it um, because, you know, I, I've listened to a bunch of podcasts that are just complete shit and, and I'd never listen to them again. But that doesn't mean that there isn't a space for those those particular things. You know, I mean, I don't um, – this is going to be a terrible segue because I don't think their podcast is shit. It's just I don't relate to it. Is the, uh, the They do the, the guys who do the turning things, right? They, you know, they talk about wood turners and all that stuff. Um, they actually do a really good job on the podcast. It's just I don't do any of that stuff, so I don't relate much to what they say. And then when I'm listening to it, you know, they start getting so they get a little technical with some of those things, and it doesn't make sense to me. But that podcast should exist because there's going to be a million people out there that can benefit from them getting together and talking about it, and they should do that. You know, I mean that that thing should exist and should be out there. Um, the stuff you guys talk about and. You know, the I mean, one and a half episodes of yours that I've been able to stomach <coughs> listening to. <laughs> a terrible show you do. But the, uh, <laughs> and, and again, I'm not bitter at all <laughs> being shunned by your other And boys two. and girls, this is where that feud began so many years ago. <laughs> oh, great. Now there's um, going to be a rivalry between I maybe I've said too much and reclaimed audio. Oh, <laughs> God, no. Wonderful. I, I, no, I, I, I hope, hope so. I, I It'll hope drive rage. Yeah. yeah, that's. Yeah. I hope yeah. you guys got a slot open because apparently I'm in trouble again. No, no. Well, actually, I, there there could never be that because I love um, Phil is maybe one of my favorite other people in the world besides Lutz and um, Tim is just you know he's just Tim. So he's uh, you know I mean as far as the guy, he's super creative and just you know plugging into him and listening to you guys talk for a little while is just there's it, 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 you guys do a good show. It's just you know you don't want to have me on so you can go kiss my ass. But the um, I mean that show is really good because you guys, you know, you talk about reclaiming and, you know, do all that stuff. But He's you also not going to let it go, is he? He's just not going to let it go. No. I mean, yeah, it's, just, like, it's like being number 23. Well, Listen, you know, hey, Jordan was 23. It's good company. There's something very vicious about watching something being beat to death, but it's almost impossible <laughs> to look away. So, Mike, go right ahead. <laughs> Yes, that's uh, – listen, i got to fill an hour here. you got to give me a little bit of a scope, all right? <laughs> but um, – so, yeah, I just think that – I mean, you know, if you have friends and you have an opportunity to talk to people, I mean, you should put some type of podcast together if you can because you'll find a small audience and then people just kind of gravitate towards it and then – you know, people and, and it, like I said before, it doesn't cost anything to do these things. It's you right. know, the, all the software we use here for the most part is free, um, and you can find interesting people to talk to. And, and you'd be amazed how many people you know. You just go, hey, you want to be on a podcast? They'll go, yeah. So that'll be sign up. So, um, well, you know, the, well yeah, it's I an mean, opportunity. Saying, more than that, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, Bill. I'll shut up after this. Um, for me, especially, it's an opportunity for me to sit down once a week and hang out with. This crazy son of a bitch named Mike Laffey and this dude named Joel Crawford. So even if even if um, the wonder our wonderful audience what weren't listening to us, I would still I would miss this. I would miss this opportunity to take an hour of my week and sit down with two gentlemen that I respect and love dearly. 
You know, I mean, these I consider these guys some of my closest friends now because of this podcast. Absolutely. And, and though they're mm-hmm. not my neighbors, I still get this one hour a week, which is, quite frankly, more than I get with just about anybody else because of the, the way, the things I do. I'm all over the place, so I don't really get time with people and um, mike our plans working this means you know, so um it, it's one of those things that becomes not only that do we do we start a podcast but three fairly you know not want to say perfect strangers but you know 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 of each other and um know a little bit about each other have just become friends you know and, and there's a value there there's an intrinsic value there that can't be it can't be you know taken away and I'm sure you have the same thing with your with your podcast mates for the most part. Oh no, without a doubt. I mean, the the camaraderie that we have, we we this hour that you do a week with these guys, we're we're also communicating every day, every every single day. We're texting, we're talking about stuff. We're hey, have you heard of this? You do that. We're ask asking each other's questions. So to go back to why podcast, I would say, uh, Mike, I agree, hundred <clears throat> percent. If you can get a couple people together and do it, do it because this is more. All this is is an extension of this maker community, of this, of what we're doing now. What technology has allowed to happen to where, a couple of years ago, I felt very alone in the world as far as there was nobody else like me. There was nobody that just liked to make stuff for the hell of it. You know, if if you were, you were an artist, and I certainly didn't fit in with that click, uh, or I just didn't know where you were. Well, technology has brought us all together. I mean, we're from all over the world mm-hmm. and literally all over the world. And that blows me away. I mean, I've, I've hosted people from all over the world at my house. It's, it's insane. And um, so it is an extension of the community. But one thing we do, though, that we need to remember, Mike, you were saying not every podcast is for everybody. Uh, it's true. And it's also that there are more podcasts than just maker podcasts out there. I mean, Casey and I listen to astronomy cast uh, on a regular basis you know there's there's so much out there so there's plenty of room there has been for many 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 years and it is especially in the maker community uh, a way to to just keep growing you know keep uh reaching out connecting having fun talking there's um I, i i'm not much of a podcast listener but i do know i do travel a bit and a friend of mine, Jesse, recommended a few podcasts that I'd like to, to, to try out just because all I ever listen to is like reclaimed audio or, or reruns of maybe I said too much. You know, it's really and occasionally I'll, I'll, I'll catch you making it. But you not listen to often. that crap. Um, well, it's, four it's, years. It's, it's no, it's mostly to see how I sound on a microphone. So. <laughs> um, you sound sexy, by the way. Just throwing that out there. Thank you. But anyway, no, it's, so it's true. Jesse, it's Jesse, true. Jesse recommended a few, and none of them really stuck except for one, which was it's it's a very funny. Um, uh, it's called My Dad Wrote a Porno. That's the name of the podcast, and it's literally about <laughs> an old an old timer who writes a porno, and his son gets a hold of this book, and they read it, and you know, and discuss it with friends throughout this podcast. And and I'm if you want to go check out a funny podcast, check it out, but don't do it while you're driving because you will have to stop and pee. So that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm glad you said pee. It is hilarious. It is. I mean, you you will it will have you in stitches if you're you know well if you approve or enjoy that kind of sense of humor, and I'm still not non PC. I think sex jokes are funny, and you know it, it's hilarious. The whole thing is just absolutely stunning as far as podcasts outside of the maker community. 
Um, so there, when we're talking about room for podcasts, there's room for any anything out there. Just because, yeah. you know, I would say don't go into it hoping for fame and fortune. Go into it hoping to gain some friends or um, for the connection. To, the connection and maybe you know share some ideas and just being able to say things out loud is man, that's huge therapy. <laughs> you know, it, it is mm-hmm. huge therapy. And then Mike, Mike has this knack for really getting down and. Deep, you know, touching the deep part of human emotion, which I suck at. So, um, so you know, he shared a few things on the podcast that have just kind of blown me away. Like, you know, where else are you going to see that kind of stuff? You know, so. Well, and that's, I mean, the other thing too is about, you know, podcasts. You know, you say that, you know, when I say that the, you know, you can't have, uh, you're not going to be for everybody, right? I mean, we've had people that have actually sent us messages going, well, you know, hey, if this is what you guys are going to do, you know, it's probably not for me. And, you know, we're like, well, thanks for the message, but you didn't need to send it. Go pound sand and, you know, find something else to listen to. But um, because, you know, it's not a paid service. It's, you know, if you don't want to listen to my free radio show, then don't listen to my free radio show. You know, it's, it's not a problem. But um, the diversity of things that you can listen to is unbelievable. Like, <clears throat> I mean, podcast, I haven't I, – I, I actually just renewed my um, serious radio subscription today and I have no idea why. I, I don't think I've turned that thing on and <laughs> I don't know how long. Um, I've got – I've got currently right now, I've got uh, – I'm, I'm just looking through my app as we were sitting here. I've got 17 podcasts downloaded that I haven't listened to yet and that's just from what I did this week. So it's like um, – and, and I've got everything on there. It's, you know, you can listen to uh, one of my favorite things I hear is uh, Dan Carlin's got a show called Hardcore History, which if you're into any type of history of any kind, you cannot be more entertained and learn about the past. The guy is friggin' amazing. I mean, it's just he talks about Attila the Hun and all the, you know, the, all this other nonsense. And, and where would you be able to get that anywhere? You know, it's like I can listen to us goofballs talk about, you know, all kinds of nonsense. They've got, you know, the making it guys will tell you how to make a YouTube channel or tune up a bandsaw or whatever the hell they're talking about now. And then, you know, I can hear all this other nonsense too. And it's like, again, this guy here, you know, he's just some random dude, you know, and he, I mean, he is, he's an amazing speaker. He's an incredible historian. Um, and, and the fact that he makes this available is just, you know, it, it's stunning to me. So, and, and along those lines, you know, if you have, if you have people, you have experience, I mean, even if you just, I mean, you might just be funny. I mean, I'm just, I mean, I, I know how to say goofy things at the right time. It's the well, only gift Mike, I have, you know, so. that's why you got the job, right? Because you're hilarious. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, I, well, and I know, I'm the only one that really know how to use the computer. <laughs> that too, that helps. <laughs> Which is actually how I got involved in podcasting at all, because the, the other podcast, the, uh, we used to do the faking it one, um, the guy who runs our community, Andrew, for those of you who don't know, our, our online community there, he says, you know, I want to do a, I want to do a podcast. He said, I want to be kind of a spoof on the one that, you know, Jimmy and, and uh, Bob and, and David are doing. He said, but uh, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So can you set that up? And I was like, yeah, sure. And that was just because I, I was making logos for people. So he just assumed I knew how to use computers. And he assumed right because I do. Um, so, you know, I, I, then I get online. I'm like, you know, I'm good doing Google searches going, how the hell do you podcast? And I was like, well, this is surprisingly easy. <laughs> there's really nothing to this at all. No, so, there's really yeah. – uh, Any uh, idiot can pick up a microphone. Yeah, anybody, any idiot can do this, and uh, they found an idiot. So, good, Well, good I, for- I was going to say, for me, the, the, it's super easy to do because I don't actually have to do any of the mm-hmm. computer stuff at all. So, just 
<clears throat> turning I on can my only computer. assume that's Phil in your group, right? That would be Phil and Tim. Uh, they right. both, uh, 90% of the time it's Phil. Uh, some, if he doesn't have the time to do it, if something goes wrong, uh, Tim will step up and, and, uh, take over. I, I volunteer on a regular basis or I say, <laughs> let's just keep shooting. Let's just do it again. You know, it's only, it's only seven o'clock my time. You know, I, I can go, well, let's keep going. But you know, they're, mm. oh, don't want to stay up till three in the morning. Crap. We have kids. Crap. You know? Yeah. I have a full-time job. I need to be in bed right now. Yeah. All that silliness. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's incredibly easy to do a podcast as far as I'm concerned. So Yeah, the, I mean, it's – and again, like I say, you definitely – if you – just do one. I mean, you know, if, if you have somebody – if you don't even need people. I mean, again, if you're good <laughs> enough on a microphone, just sit there and record and put that, put it out there. I mean, well, that, there's actually say. a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of podcasts out there like that, that are just one person either telling a story or just talking or rambling or, is that, isn't that Rush Limbaugh guy? I think that's what he does, right? Oh, yeah. God. The, uh, <laughs> I was, I was saying, uh, I said to Izzy, I, it, when we were kind of starting this thing, I said, I don't. It'd be fun to do just to, you know, because Izzy has a lot of wisdom in what he's done in uh, his life. Wait. I, no, stop it. You do. <coughs> stop it. Yeah, don't make me and, drive 14 hours to slap you because I'm right. going to be really tired when I get that. Well, yeah, but it only costs them $6 in the Prius. I don't have a Prius. So. Anyway, the, uh, but, but, you know, there's a certain amount of, there's a certain amount of wisdom and there's somebody out there probably is going to find some use for that or, you know, well, I think enjoy you're the dick jokes. I think you're mistaking experience for wisdom. I've experienced a lot of things because I have no wisdom. <laughs> well, no, you've experienced enough things where you've screwed them up. Thus, you tend to not do those anymore. That's right. called wisdom. Oh, okay. Well, if you put it so, that way. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, so there's a there's an ability to 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 offer the world some of your information. And those of us who can't possibly sit down at the computer for three hours and write a blog post right. uh, or those of us who can't, you know, read a blog post for three hours. Um, well, some of us just can't read. Well, there's the, some of us can't read. All right. Quit picking but, on me. But the, uh, you know, there, there's, you're, you're providing a service. And I always said to Izzy and we started this, I'm like, I honestly don't care if anybody listens. I said, I'm going to learn something. I hope you learn something. And, and you know there'll be Mike. Well, you know, yeah, so- I mean, I didn't. I, I it took me four episodes to realize you guys were even there. So, it's, <laughs> and, and honestly, if I didn't have to edit it and hear you, I mean, I probably wouldn't know anyway. So it's right. um, right. Well, what, I mean, I'm glad the, that you're there with me because that's what you're supposed to say. But I mean, you know, whatever. one of the key things you guys have, I think that that at least I look at as being uh, interesting. And that's perspective. You guys share different perspectives. You know, no matter what you talk about, whatever the no, topic is. No, we don't. Is. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> timing, timing. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and and that's what the the podcasts that really I enjoy the most are are that they're they you know you get three different perspectives because the, the odds are that you're going to find somebody that that you can connect with. One of you is going to say something that somebody else can connect with, and that's what makes it fun. Uh, between Tim, Phil, and I, you know, Phil is kind of the newcomer to the the whole making scene. Uh, Tim is definitely the, you know, as far as reclaiming and upcycling, he walks the walk and talks the talk. He lives the life. He leaves a minimal footprint on the planet. And that's not just because he's tall and skinny. It's because uh, 
he just that's who he is he's a true artist in that sense and i've just been playing with tools for many 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 years so mm -hmm. the three perspectives that we have coming into this thing is is what i enjoy about our podcast it's what i enjoy about yours mike you're a mortgage broker and joel you're a small business owner and izzy is well he's izzy, izzy. yeah so it's 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 that perspective that 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 created creativity coming in three different directions all at once. I'd like to point out at this moment that I love that I don't fit into any particular genre. So you, you don't. Very, You're just sort of your very, own defined universe. So does anybody remember the name of the doctor? Uh, on, uh, uh Probably <laughs> uh, on Dr. Jurassic Quinn. Park. Oh no! That that you know when asked you know you know what are you doing? Well, I'm making dinosaurs. That's that's the closest thing I can fit Izzy into, some sort of scientist that makes weird creations out of things that you could find, and then brings them to life. Well, I'm, I'm, feeling, like to... I'm feeling quite fuzzy inside right now, Joel. Thank you. Well, don't because they really screwed up the world. Well, and, and, oh. well yeah, <laughs> they... I'm still feeling fuzzy inside. I'm trying. Not to... only that, but they left a series behind that, that producers and movie executives decided to screw up everything from uh, from the time that movie was made, but. Um, just, uh, I had a couple quick questions for you there, Lutz, uh, for myself, and I'm sure some other folks will be interested, uh, kind of a seven. peek behind the curtain. Okay. A little seven. Bit. Um, seven. your, when you're doing the, uh, the podcast, do you guys have a set schedule for things like a topic that you want to try and cover? How does that, how does that come about the, you know, the week leading up to the podcast? Uh, <laughs> so Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes we do. Uh, other times, are we we've started doing a pre-show now. Like I was saying, um, we'll record as soon as we get together, and um, we we put that out for our pat patrons, patreons. Those patrons. poor bastards. Uh, yeah, it's a little more raw. There's the a little beatings more, will know, continue. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little more raw, but a lot of times that's where we come up with the topic. You know, sometimes we'll just try and come up with a cool title and then decide what it means. That's always fun. You know, <laughs> like right now, Danny's walking around my garage behind me. So we'll get together and I'll say, okay, let's, uh, how about, um, now can I warn wag you? Wag the dog. What does that mean? What are we talking See, about? That's the name of this podcast now. <laughs> wag the, wag dog. the dog wag the dog <laughs> i'd actually i'd like this to episode was, is now called wag the dog i'd like I'd, I'd like to say it'd be a lot cooler if it was called uh danny's behind me <laughs> <laughs> after after that little intro we did it should be called uh, danny's behind me <laughs> if i get if i get to pick and i think i do <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's what it's gonna be called <laughs> better 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 go. Danny's behind me wagging the dog. No, I don't want it to be. I don't want anyone to know it's a dog until they listen. <laughs> Say hi to everybody. Say hi, Uncle Izzy. Hi, Uncle Mike. Oh, there she is. Hey, Danny. That is like the sweetest dog on the planet, by the way. He's got one of the sweetest owners on the planet. Oh, she. She. Same I made that thing. mistake. Yeah. I made that mistake too. <laughs> yeah, but I, again, I'm trying to. I was trying to. You know, the whole narrative of Danny's behind me. It doesn't play as well when you find out it's a girl. So, you guys just screwed up my whole punchline. So, Wait I guess it's gonna be called no, Wag no. the Dog. Let's try. I know Izzy's not the most PC person in the world, but let's try and be a little more gender neutral, shall we? 
No, no, I don't do that. <laughs> That's uh, my fluidity is in the form of my creativity. I shan't be labeled. Oh, I got nothing. Wow, it's too much. <laughs> and, I'm just and happy. also, I finally, also I finally a topic I'm not really shan't correctly. Something, something tells me that to- that that I'd be the one that tackles this topic, and then all of a sudden I'm trending on Twitter. the most popular podcast ever because i'm getting slammed by social justice warriors online he called the dog a he it's a she oh jesus line me up and shoot me already The dog can be whatever i want to use a word but i'm looking it up on google to make sure i'm using it in the right context there's no way you're typing it so right so i don't know why you're googling it hold on i'll I'll fix that for you izzy Uh, has world famous typing hey mary Wait, no. Uh, hey, Lisa. Hey, George. <laughs> okay, Google. <laughs> okay, Google. That's right. God, I hope somebody's got us on a speaker. Oh, I said it out loud. Now my phone's acting up. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so I've got a question for you, Lutz. Yes, sir. All right. So uh, in your and I, this isn't specifically related <clears throat> to podcasting, but when in your life did you have the urge to to start being creative with the things that you do when it when did you get that 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 itch of i i want to put two and two together to make three um well i was never good at math but that happened for me at a very very early like five six years old i was first introduced to uh sharp objects fire and chemicals in a creative way and um I I think I've said this before. My my childhood was pretty like what I know now is like most people's. It was screwed. I mean, my you know I grew up in an alcoholic and violent environment, and uh, kind of turned into that growing up. And my outlet, my escape, my saving grace has always been my creativity. Um, being able to uh, escape that kind of craziness has saved my life, basically. It started very young, though. Six years old, I made my first, I uh, took a picture, and my, my cousin helped me, and we burnt the edges of the picture, and we shellacked it to a board, and then we took a bandsaw, and we cut wavy edges around the board, and then we, you know, or not in that order, but that was a Mother's Day gift. And uh, I was just, I, from that moment on, I was like, I was tearing apart. Uh, you guys probably don't remember what an Atari box is, but... I was oh, like, shush it. <laughs> <laughs> but I had no interest in video games, but that thing had toggle switches, so I tore it apart. My brother was pissed and kicked the crap out of me, um, but I took the toggle switches out of that and the wood plastic-looking stuff, and I made a little pretend remote control, and then I... That thing had some beefy toggle switches, too. That, those yeah, weren't like... Those were like, like War Games movie-type... Yeah, like, they had, uh, they had like eight gauge, eight gauge wire connected to it. For- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you were when you when we were kids. There, there I said it, but uh, yeah, you were you were right that the the uh, as the guy from AVE says, the angry pixies were right there. There was no, <laughs> the, they were right behind the switch waiting to murder you at any moment. <laughs> so, you know, one of the things that that being creative uh, with tools why that had it's it's an instant reaction i can take a hammer i can take a saw i can take a screwdriver and i can apply that and instantly something happens i remember in the eighth grade our school got our first computer and it was exciting it was an apple 
SE2E, some shit like that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But anyway, we got this thing on the first day. The teacher, we had this long talk about it. Finally, okay, we're going to load up a program. So she gets out this cassette tape, puts it in. 45 minutes later, we're like, okay, all right. And she pulls the cassette tape out and flips it over and puts it back in for another 45 minutes. Oh, God. So by the time an hour and a half goes by, what she basically loaded up onto this brand new Apple IIe computer was Pong. It's like, I have a Pong game at home. I can turn the switch on and it works right now. I don't have to wait over an hour. Computers are stupid. This will never catch on. I'm not interested. So... That's what we like to call you, Lutz, the visionary. The visionary. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this whole follow, internet thing. You'll make millions. This whole internet thing, I don't think it's going to work out. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no. Not uh, if we don't have anything to say about yeah, it. I'm going to tell you a quick story. I, the first time I actually saw the internet was when my sister was in college, and she... Um, <laughs> Wait, she you was, saw the internet? <laughs> well, you know, the first like time the I had... tubes? All right, all right, smartass. No, <laughs> the first time I ever experienced the internet, it was literally just a black screen, and this was still DOS. It was pre pre uh, Microsoft Windows. Um, my sister was at, at Michigan Tech, and she took me up and showed it to me. And um, I remember she typed in the word "sex." She said, "This it'll get a big response," and it, it was crazy just to see how that was actually working. This was still I don't know if it was what you would call it beta or it was called Usenet back then. It was nuts to see how this, I mean, it was very confusing. There was a lot of gibber. And at that moment when I saw the response and I saw her just typing words into the screen and then getting responses from all these people across, you know, wherever, I'm assuming other colleges at that time. Um, what I, year was this, Izzy? Oh, God. This was back before Al Gore made it the internet. 1994, 93? This yeah, that'd be about right. So, yeah, that would have been used that. So go back about another ten years, and you have a young, young teenage me who I have uh, on the street that I lived on. Here's a story I've never told anybody online before. Oh, uh, the exclusive right on, here. Listen up, folks. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> there's some bikers down the street, and these old boys. I mean, we're talking. Sons of Anarchy, the real deal bikers, and they loved me. I was like, I was like the kid down the street. I used to hang out with these guys, and they used to play. I guess it was sort of like a Dungeons and Dragons type style, but there was no actual internet. There were boards, and they'd be like, they would sit up doing drugs for hours and hours at a time. I mean, for like days at a time, and they would type in. You know, went forward three steps and went to the right. And then forward three steps and went to the right. And then like an hour later, somebody else would have computer games they were playing back then. There was no instant response. It was, they're doing this like on a typewriter with a black or actually a green glowy screen. That was it. Mm, so, yeah, stuff. again, I was <clears throat> so By the way, when I think When computers. I think Sons of Anarchy, I don't think of anybody posting on a Usenet board waiting for a response to a Risk game. I think, uh, like, you know. Yeah. I remember those days. Beating drugs, teenagers to death for Coke glow. money oh, is I, more what I was thinking when you no, said they, they were the ones. they were the ones providing the Coke money for it. So. I get similar, it. Similar to Lutz, I, I've spent a lot of time around bikers and biker bars and that kind of stuff. They'll surprise you at what they get into. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. It, it will surprise you as well as the, the artistic minds that a lot of these old boys have, too. Yep. 
You know, one thing that I found is stop surprising me, um, regardless of whether somebody's in a you know leather jacket or a shirt and tie. Um, people just happen to be people. You know, it's yeah. a uh, you know the the exterior very rarely shows you the interior. Uh, you know, on, on most folks, I mean, it's a uh, that's one of the things being a member of this group has actually kind of showed me is like, um, you know, you look at a guy like like look at Tim Sway, right? Tim is a you know, he's he's quirky and you know he's got some he's he's very eclectic but he's he's brilliant i mean and the guy is he's very thoughtful he's incredibly careful he's um you know just very well thought out but like he's just not somebody that you would normally walk up to and really want to engage with and you would be missing out on all kinds of interesting things like that i mean um your other buddy there you know phil phil is one of, i mean when we first started doing this podcast he used to send me messages and go hey you know hey do this blah 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 that and the other thing um, he's just always generous, sends me messages every now and again, just, you know, Hey, want to you know say hi see how things are going. And, you know, just a sweetheart of a guy, incredibly helpful. And, you know, he, he looks like your normal average everyday dude, you know, he, but he's you, Canadian though, right? Yeah. I mean, but that's, I mean, but that's the law. You, no, 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 yeah, no, no, I forgot. I forgot he's up about there. that. We, 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 that's, that's, we don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, for, he's from Canada. <laughs> so, but um, Canadian. yeah, I mean, you, you'd never walk up to a guy like Izzy anywhere. You'd think that guy'd punch a mud hole in your ass and then you know kick the water out. You know that guy. You're not. Dude's got tattoos. He doesn't own sleeves. Big old angry goatees, like nine foot tall. And, yeah, I mean, you just yeah you you wouldn't walk up to him. And it, but if you do, like he'll talk to you about all kinds of crazy shit, and you're gonna have to drink some. Some Southern Comfort or Wild Turkey or other shit. Or that's that's why podcast. That's why yeah. community. That's why. Um, I I was so into Casey. The reason why she supported me when I found this community is because I only ever had enough bandwidth for like two friends. That's it. I I don't need any more. I don't want any more. I don't like people in general. I think people are stupid and nobody gets me. And then I found this community, and now it's like I have over a thousand friends on Facebook. And I communicate with probably 90% of them. I mean, it's insane. So what you think of as being introverted or as being being kind of alone, it's, I think it's really it's just feeling not having that, that sense of community and having that thing in common. That's why podcast. It's just, it's just another tool. It's another way to reach out and to continue this connection that we're all a part of now. Because I would never have thought when I first started watching YouTube, Izzy, Izzy, I think you were the sixth person to subscribe to my channel, and you always will be a giant superstar to me. You are not because of what you do and what you make, but because of who you are. But you're you're famously known. You're worldwide. You're this crazy guy that does these amazing builds. But what the hell were you? What? Why did you subscribe to my channel? You know what I mean? That's what this community is. That's what makes it special. Uh, it's it's awesome. So that's why podcast. Yeah, it's just another way to help break down barriers and kind of break down walls. You know, I mean, you just don't. Yeah, I mean, we're, again, look at this. I got right now on my screen. I got a guy in Michigan. There's a dude in California. There's a cute dog humping from behind or something. And then you know, Joe's <laughs> over there in in Georgia. I mean, when would you have an opportunity to first of all meet people like this, but then actually be able to spend enough time with for these folks to know, you know. To, to have a relationships like the ones that we have. And, you know, it was funny because when we first – when I went down to meet everybody in Georgia at that maker meetup, um, I told my wife, I was like, hey, uh, they're having this maker meetup down in Georgia and I, I'm going. 
And it wasn't like I did. I wasn't asking. I was. It was. I was, I was like, "Hey, I'm going." And she was like, "Okay." I was like, "Yeah, these are some of my best friends in the world, and I'd like to meet them." Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's basically she was just kind of. Getting, she was like, "Wait, what?" I was like, "Yeah, like this is you. Like these are all of my some you know my favorite people, and they're coming in from all over the world. So I need to go. I need to go be there." And she was like, "Okay, have fun." Like you know, I was just like, "I I booked a room and." I'm on my way. And, and it's really what it was like. It was like, you know, you, you're meeting your best friends for the first time. You know, it was the it was the weirdest experience. And everybody was exactly who you thought they would be. The, you know, no one surprised me at all. The only no. thing I was surprised by is how much everybody was exactly the way I thought they were going to be. <laughs> so, I mean, it was just it was just amazing. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a wild community. And you guys have each had an opportunity to ask a, a, a Bill a question, and I, I want to take this opportunity not really ask a question, but maybe shed some light on the type of person Bill is. Oh, no. Do I, yeah. I sent him 20 bucks. You yeah. should be getting this, it anytime. No, no, no. Um, I, you know, Bill talks about being an introvert and coming through this, and I never, got, I never saw that side of Bill, but what I did get a chance to do is spend some time with him in his home in, in you know, in uh, California uh, during the last Maker Fair, and I got a chance to walk the streets of his little of his hometown with him and 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 stop and it's really quite an interesting experience to ex- experience someone interacting in their environment. And what I saw from Bill was absolutely one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen from a human being interacting with his environment. He was extremely friendly with everybody we came across. He was conversive. He was he, he showed interest in people, you know, it, it was like this I kind of felt like this was like the Southern hippie Gandhi thing action action going on with Bill (laughs) because he was just, no, he was genuinely interested in people that the people reacted to it. There's just such as this, unless you've been around Bill, you don't understand. There's an aura around him that kind of just like hovers and it makes people want to be around him. And, and you know, he, he, he shines in that way and he takes that out into the world and he shares that with perfect strangers and he's gregarious, and, and he does all. He has this this way about him that is very relaxing. So to get to, to see to Bill talk about being this introverted, I only have room for two friends. I hate people is such a weird thing for me to hear because I saw the polar opposite of that just you know a year ago. You know when I had when I got to hang out with him, and it was just this amazing thing. And I was like, I want to be more like this cat. You know, because I'm not. I mean, I walk out into the community, and, and he's and, uh, Mike didn't hit it too far from the head. People move when I walk down a street, like they're like you know, like yeah, mothers will grab their, their head in your chest. You big burly, mothers will grab their kids and run across the street to the other side, <laughs> and you know, um, people walk see me coming down the street, and it's usually I'm I'm not. I'm usually there's something going on in my brain, and I'm thinking about a build or ten other things that are happening, so I'm not paying attention to my environment. I'm in my own head. And um, <laughs> apparently I look intimidating when that's happening. So people will like, just get out of my way. So uh, I, and when I saw Bill in his interaction and, and, and Casey's and, and the way they interact and the way they just live, it was so, it was intoxicating. It was incredible. And all I, all I could think of when I left there is I want to be more like that. And um, it was pretty cool stuff. So Bill's a good cat and he's probably one of the best people I know. That's actually to, to hear. I've had my mind blown twice in the last ten minutes because I heard Lute say he doesn't like people, 
which I didn't even understand the words. And then you just use the term gregarious. And I'm like, dude, I don't even know where I am anymore. This is looking different. <laughs> <laughs> I start looking around for a portal. I must have stepped into another friggin' universe. <laughs> hey, I know words just because I don't use them very often. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, I was like, holy, I, I, I may have just shit my pants. This, I don't even know what just happened. <laughs> Yeah, because Bill, you're not. Thank I mean, you. to, to say that you don't like people, I mean, I don't know anybody that likes people more than you do. I mean, I, I really don't. I have a I have a lot in common with Izzy in, in the fact that um, I, I spent a lot of my time when I was younger um, just using the more meathead side of myself. Izzy, I know you used to bounce bars and and you were a fighter yeah. and yeah, that, that's that's I I thought that's who I was, and this community proved me otherwise, and now. I have a guy that weighs 120 pounds come visit me from Australia, stays at my house, and we go to a, a an Indian food restaurant, and I walk in, and the guy's looking, and I'm like, how are you? He's like, oh, I'm not so good. I said, do you need a hug? And I hug the waiter, and and uh, and this young man from Australia <laughs> looks at me. He's like, holy shit, you do that in real life. It's not just talk. <laughs> 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 so it, yeah just, i mean just, it, it just be aware really though good. that while you do hug people in real life you do cop a feel on occasion oh <laughs> i mean not that's not, not, that's not a feel on, hey. on all occasions what do you mean uh, <laughs> i was gonna say that's, all occasions that's the whipped cream on the strawberry baby <laughs> yeah that was uh yeah you get if you get a hug from from lutes it's the same as, a, as the exam when you turn 40 at the doctor's office <laughs> <laughs> Now cough. I wasn't coughing, but uh, <laughs> but that's the moment I knew I was in love. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Joel complains, but I, I remember the big hug, and, and, and I kissed him on the cheek, and, and I'm trying to let go, and he's like, Lute, stop that, but he won't let go. He's, no, he's not, he's not a let-her-goer. Stop. Stop. Don't do that. Stop it. Stop yeah. it. Stop. Hey, look like you're fighting. It turns me on. <laughs> so, so, I mean, if anybody I mean, wants to know why you podcast, this is why. Right. <laughs> right. The homoerotic <laughs> hugs that you get. Hey, we came in. We came in this way. We might as well go out this way. What the hell? <laughs> so, there's a joke there. There's a there's lot of jokes joke there. there. I just there's, stepped there's, right over to yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we're listed as explicit on iTunes anyway, so who cares? But um, well, listen, we uh, we're we're a little bit over an hour, and uh, to want to be you know respectful of Mister Mister Billy's time. So, but uh, Lewis, I just uh, thanks so much for for coming on. Um, even though I won't be on your shitty podcast, I just uh, I really appreciate you. <laughs> I really appreciate you coming on and, uh, and spending the time with us and um, your, uh, your your pod mates uh, Tim and uh, and Phil. I still love both of you, even though you detest me in many ways. So, um, well, the, actually, Mike, I, I I expect that you will be getting a uh, a call because normally it costs me a hundred dollars a week to be on the podcast, but I mm. upped that to one twenty uh, to give you a guest spot. I'll so, I'll, I'll, I'll kick like in like mention, five of that. I I'd like to mention at this point that Mike is now only worth twenty dollars. <laughs> 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 I mean, I did the quick math and everything. I could be wrong, 
20 bucks. We well, already you... established my math is terrible. So I'm not I'm not really sure when I became the whipping boy for this community, but I'm gonna start dragging people into the street here soon. <laughs> Mike, I just get want my to rep up. that it, it is actually quite an honor to be on their podcast. It, it's a lot of fun. I've done it twice now. Yep. Yeah. You're the only one that's ever done it twice. <laughs> Well, that sounds great. Maybe one day I'll I'll be in the end credits scene, <laughs> like a Marvel movie. So. Just let just let Phil know when Mike's when uh, Mike's on your podcast. There's a lot of bleeping in the editing part. <laughs> I can be clean. We've done we've done PG, so that's. So, uh, but my my question would be because it's going to happen. It's probably going to happen soon. Who edits this? No, if you're if the editor is on the, the podcast. Do you and Phil get to have find it out who gets to edit the podcast? I'm not editing your show. <laughs> if, the, oh. <laughs> if, the, if the stipulation for being on is I got to produce I the goddamn thing, you can. I, I don't. I, I mean, you made my logo, so I, I don't know how these things work. That thing is sexy too, by the way. I'm just going to throw that out there. But um, yeah, I mean, right now I might be too hurt to say yes when they ask. <laughs> <laughs> And only because I, I want to publish I'm, the message. I'm, I'm texting him right now. I was like, you fuckers got to ask him now. <laughs> yeah. He's going to say no. And then I'm going to say yes just to be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to get on there and I'm only going to talk about unicorns. <laughs> Upside down unicorns. It's funny you mentioned that. I'm actually working on a unicorn this coming week. I what? I don't even know what you just said. <laughs> what? Even though you'll see, you guys still, will see here. That's still so bestiality, are we, are even though they are they are not real. I had a split second where I'm seeing Izzy working while on a unicorn. No, no, no! I'm building a unicorn. Oh, okay. Because you would nothing would surprise me with you. So, no. nothing does surprise me with you. But well, um. Yes, find our friends over there at uh, Reclaimed Audio. Uh, you guys are reclaimedaudio.com. Do I remember that right? I think so. They mm-hmm. are. You reclaimed because that's the only place I listen to their podcast is yeah. on reclaimedaudio.com. Reclaimedaudio.com. Um, you can find Tim's, Tim's, Timsway.net. Bill Pinsky's got a channel, YouTube, and all that stuff. I'm sure I'll forget to put all this stuff in the description down below. So um, <laughs> that's what you, you get. Know, you're you're kind of you're kind of tempting our. Uh, 11 or 12 listeners away from us if they only have so much time in the week <laughs> they can go i mean it's fine it, 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 they were they were good while they lasted yeah. <laughs> i appreciate it thank you very much people we'll exactly still be right. here talking to you know, I'm, just I'm kind of air. excited to actually hear myself talk to you guys i think that's going to be like the double whammy that's that's almost there's a place in san francisco that we go to have pizza it's called pizza orgasmica and that I want to that, go there. What, yeah. Wine bar? I can't be the funny one on this show. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not trying. <laughs> I know. That's what I say. I, it's not that I don't want to be. It's I can't. It's you're um, just you're that good. And you're no, in the I'm, I'm just I'm just a professional asshole. By the way, we don't edit this show. This is because all I do is edit the levels to make sure that um, you know that we all sound the same. But yeah, there's no if you're hoping things will get beeped out or any part of this is going to be removed, you're, you're sorely mistaken. <laughs> no, so. we like we like it in the raw. We should have warned him before we started, though, guys. 
No, no, it's he knew. He's listened, so I there's listened. no. Yeah, everyone. You know, uh, Mike, I, I do got to say, though, um, it's one thing to cut the sleeves off of your shirt because that's what Izzy and I do. Um, it's another thing to purposely buy shirts with no sleeves, and oh. that that is, <laughs> dude, you, it's that is, I don't know. There's a sexiness about you wearing headphones and a tank top that I didn't realize. So, just, just don't stand up, Mike. Just don't stand up. Why? <laughs> yeah, you could you couldn't see it from there anyway. <laughs> you don't get to pick that, damn it. Okay, that's not. You don't get to pick your parents, and you don't get to pick that because I don't remember being in line because I'd have picked different. I swear to you, I would have picked different. So. <laughs> So, just remember, you have to have the right tool for the job. Exactly. So, all right. So, I, I don't think anybody wants to plug anything after that. But uh, Izzy, <laughs> tell the folks where they can find you. <laughs> they can find me on the road listening to Reclaimed Audio. You guys get a chance if you haven't already, which is, you know maybe one of you. Um, go check it out. It's definitely worth a listen. There's probably I, I may be on one of the shows before the next thousand episodes air. So, yeah. I would probably say, in particular, though. their 100th episode is probably their best. Just saying. Go check that one out. At least the first seven minutes of it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> which, <laughs> which, if you talk to anybody that knows me that way, seven minutes is about all I got anyway. So, but, uh, Joel, where can they find you? Well, I think, I think I'd plug the show, too. But uh, in the spirit of uh, Mr. Sway... I think you should watch every or listen to every episode twice, just so it can be reround and used again. Oh, oh, oh. I like it. Look at you. Well, this is why I love you in particular. Yeah, is it? Yeah, it's because of your uh, the reach around you talk about. Yeah, well, it is. It is. I, oh, I think that's Lord. the word I use. Izzy's choking. Oh, God. I don't know how to do the Heimlich via the internet, so you might have just killed him. If you I'm are sorry, one of the fans. Heimlich or Heimlich? Either one. Okay. You, I think they both of, will wake you up. If you, if you are one of the people who follow me on YouTube or Instagram or any other stuff, I am so, so terribly sorry. <laughs> Why well, you don't promote this there anyway, so you don't you don't even start. <laughs> it, people people are like uh I've seen it in Izzy's comments. Oh yeah, he talked about it on the podcast and people are like every other person. I'm just going to start writing down this thing. Oh yeah, 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 he talked about it on the podcast. I don't even know what we're talking about. He'd be talking about, you know, eye bolt fasteners. Be like, oh yeah, he had an in-depth conversation about him on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, episode episode one thirteen. Yeah, and people are like, what podcast? I'm like, <laughs> you reach four hundred thousand people like a, a month, and and we're trying to keep the content exclusive, Joel. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we we want to grow unknown. We want to grow orgasmically, organically, yes. organically, like the wine bar. So, so <laughs> Jimmy Duresta has a habit of when you when you go up to him, he, he catches you off guard because it's Jimmy. And he'll say, what do you make? And I'm ready. Because when he asks me that next time, I'm going to say, I make Izzy Swan apologize. That's what I'm <laughs> <laughs> I make you. I, I make you moist with the soothing sounds of my voice. Is, is what I'm going to say. Oh, <laughs> thanks no. for giving me the heads up. The um, well, uh, thanks guys for uh, another what hour and fifteen of 
completely wasted audio and uh <laughs> what should have been the name of our podcast now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll do a solo show called that. Do you, <laughs> completely wasted audio. Do you think, do you think the uh don't waste your time.com is still available? There's no chance, but yeah, completely wasted audio.com I think is probably going to be a thing. Um so but um yeah, uh, guys, uh, you know, as always, send us messages. You can find us at uh, maybe I've said too much.com. We are on the web, uh, all the social medias at maybe podcast. Send us messages, comments, questions. Um, don't tell us that you're not going to listen anymore. We don't care. And uh, if there's anything we can do for you on future episodes, please let us know. But, uh, and again, check out our friends over there, Reclaimed Audio at reclaimedaudio.com. You will not be disappointed in their show, I promise. I've heard almost one of them at this point. So, Oof. Danny's Dan- behind Danny you. Danny agrees. Danny's behind you. All right, well, Danny, Danny, take us out. <laughs> hey, real quick, too, I want to say yes. thanks to uh, Justin Sparks, who uh, is responsible for WilliamLutz.com. And I'm going to have him put a link because I don't know what any of that does or means. Was he your I father? He is, he's a large individual who's big enough to be all of our daddies. He is. He, he, uh, he towers over hello. me, and he is one yeah. hell of a nice guy. He is super nice. Thank God. I'm, I'm going to have him leave uh, a link to Maybe I've Said Too Much on WilliamLoose.com. So if you want to find Maybe I've Said Too Much, you can go there, too. Hey. Hey, 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 look at that. We're getting popular. All right. Well, hey, so Danny's behind me, and we're going to wag the dog. <laughs> it's been a great episode. I love Good you guys everyone. so very much. Thanks for coming, Lutz. Ditto, Lutz. And we are out of here.